Hello, and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, VP of Research at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to this edition of the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. I am Chris Steffen. I will be your host. Joining me today is my friend and colleague, Ken Buckler. We are analysts at Enterprise Management Associates, covering information security. And today we are going to talk a little bit about the security staffing shortage, kind of the impacts of that, what's going on in the industry, why there is a shortage, what is being done about that shortage, what vendors are talking about from that shortage. We just came back from the RSA conference, obviously talked to a lot of different vendors out there. It's obviously affecting every aspect from the vendors that are developing the solutions to the enterprises that are buying those solutions and the researchers and everybody in between. And it's obviously top of mind. It's top of mind if you are a business executive. It's top of mind if you're a practitioner looking for help in your environment. It is one of those things that's top of mind for everybody. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that and kind of get thoughts and and riff back and forth about some of the technologies and such that are going to help us with some of these staffing concerns. So Ken, any initial thoughts on security staffing and the security staffing shortage and so on and so forth? Well, you know, it's a very interesting problem because cybersecurity professionals are usually very well compensated. Um, So the staffing shortage isn't really an issue where people don't want to do the work. The staffing shortage is more of an issue where there aren't qualified candidates out there. Um, And and the difficulty there is that while cybersecurity is is well compensated, the reason it's well compensated is because it's a very specialized set of skills that you need. But more than that, it's also a very specialized mindset that you need to be able to, to dive into the cybersecurity realm. Yeah, let's talk, but let's talk about that for a second because I think that's an important important point, right? So I'll speak to myself and, and then you can kind of give a little bit about your background, but I certainly didn't start my career in cybersecurity. Uh, just like many, in fact, most of the people that are experts in cybersecurity, I started out as a desktop guy, did desktop support for a long time, went to became a system administrator, then became a network administrator, then actually taken and did more in the security side because that's where it naturally evolved to, then actually took and did more architecture and compliance related work and obviously have continued my security space for a long, long time. I think that's a natural path. The reason I'm mentioning that specifically is that people don't become security experts overnight without understanding more closely the domains that they have to secure. So it it doesn't make any sense for you to be a a security expert without understanding how networkings work. It doesn't make any sense to be a security expert without understanding how basic server administration and desktop hardening works. It, It doesn't make any sense to be able to do those things. So you have to have a background. Very, very few people, if any, 
become a security expert overnight, understanding only one domain or one part of one domain. Yeah, I mean, and, and for me, you know, my, my career progression was, you know, slightly different, but not much different. You know, I started off as a, a software tester. And, you know, starting off doing the software testing, they, part of that testing was verifying the, the security aspect of the software. Well, you know, they saw that I definitely had an aptitude for identifying security issues with the software I was testing. And, you know, I had already expressed to them interest in that. So they were like, yeah, okay, let's, let's go ahead and bring you on board the security team. But then that was just the start of my, you know, career. I wasn't a security expert overnight. You know, I started off just initially starting doing like, you know, routine network security scans and stuff like that. But then, you know, over time I had to grow my own skill set as I also grew uh, my cybersecurity knowledge and responsibilities. So, you know, really interesting how, you know, most people who are in cybersecurity do not start off with a cybersecurity degree. Um, and, you know, I'm probably dating myself here, but cybersecurity wasn't even a, an option for a degree for me for when I uh, went to college. So, but uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't for me either. Yeah. Very clear. Right. So, <laughs> um, so but, let's, let's talk a yeah. little bit about that a little bit. So I, I want to talk specifically about, I won't go so far to say that, that security people are the unicorn. There's plenty of us out there, but at the same time, th- there is a real need for more security professionals and, and never more prevalent than when you go to a conference like RSA and the number one topic on people's mind when you're, you're talking about this is how can we take and, you know, augment the security teams that we have, or as a corollary, decrease the number of security related professionals that we need to administer our environment. And so one of those ways, and we could talk about this for six hours, I'm sure, is, is through the use of AI. I can remember a time where yours truly was that that firewall log monitoring guy. Um, and uh, I don't remember those days fondly. It was never very much fun. It still isn't very much fun when you have to go in there and kind of parse firewall logs. And and the great news is, is that we have technology today through AI and, 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 and better tools that have basically eliminated that part of the job. It isn't that it's gone completely away. You still need to be paying attention to security logs of that type. But now we have some automated processes that kind of do it for us. And so I think that as we continue to improve our technology, we're going to continue to see AI and automated processes augment those security processes that either we hate to do or that we can find an automated way to do them as well, if not better. Well, and I think that, you know, really important that you you said the words AI and automated, but you did not use the word autonomous. Um, you know, it's really important to point out that you will never fully replace your entire security department with artificial intelligence. At the end of the day, you always need a human to look at what the the AI or whatever is, is looking at and decide, is this truly a threat or not? Um, yeah, and that that's really an interesting problem because I think that it's probably unique to the cyberspace in that there's other stuff out there that like, okay, well, Hey, you know, I can do this AI that'll analyze traffic patterns and let me see, you know, is there a traffic jam at this location or something like that? But cybersecurity is very interesting when it comes to that. Yeah. There's so much talk about AIing your way out of a job and there, there's always been that talk in, in technology, right? The, the newest advent in technology. I remember the virtualization days in the, the early two thousands, 
about people worrying about themselves, virtualizing themselves out of a job. Obviously did not come to pass. We moved to cloud. People worried about taking and moving the stuff to the cloud would, would get rid of their job. Again, did not come to pass. I think that with all the, 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 the newest advents in technology, we're constantly worried about whether that new automation, that new technology is going to make our jobs obsolete. And the reality of it is, is that maybe it does. It just shifts your job. I don't look forward to the days of taking and reviewing firewall logs. There were much more important architectural compliance, system hardening, other things that I could be doing that wasn't reviewing a stupid stack of firewall logs every day. And so I'm glad for that. And I'm sure there isn't a CISSP out there that I know that harkens back to the days where they spent their 40-hour work week taking and reviewing firewall logs. Nobody really liked doing that part of the job. And so finding automated methodologies of doing that is great. Now, that same CISSP can then take and review after the input has been cleared and reviewed by an AI to find discrepancies and alerts in those firewall logs. They can spend an hour a week doing that compared to 40 hours a week taking and going through a manual process of doing that themselves. Much better use of their time for somebody that is highly qualified and being able to do those kind of things. Yeah, and I think that that's really important to stress is that you're not going to replace people with AI, but you're definitely going to help make them more efficient. You're going to help improve not just their, their work productivity, but honestly, you're going to improve their happiness because they're not going to have to do some of these menial tasks anymore that the AI is going to do for you instead. So I, I think that's going to be really key to, to not only helping augment our current existing cybersecurity workforce. But I also think that might attract even more people to the cybersecurity field because it's going to be less menial tasks and a little bit better quality of life. I totally agree. One of the other things that I wanted to talk about is we you can't turn on the news today and not hear about the latest round of tech layoffs and, and whatever have you. And I wanted to share a glass half full kind of spin to that. Yes, you are hearing some of the biggest names out there taking in their latest round of, of cuts and, and riffs and whatever else. But the other side of that, in some of these very candid conversations that I was having at the conference, is that people are now able to hire these innovators in ways that they had never been able, in, in security types, that they never been able to hire before. It was, it, all of a sudden, this talent is available and it's not like they're being unemployed. They're just going to be employed somewhere else. Well, I am prognosticating that 18 to 24 months from now, we're going to see some very significant innovation based on the fact that you don't have several big, huge, gigantic companies. We all know their names controlling all of this talent and that talent being spread out to some of the smaller medium-sized companies that are actually doing a lot of the innovation. I'm very excited about that. And even again, at the conference, you're starting to hear rumbles about, we finally have some interesting staffing that we can use to solve some of these critical problems in information security where that staffing wasn't ever available before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting to, to see how the, the sudden, you know, blossoming of, of AI is really starting to create a, an interesting shift in the way that the workforce is being perceived and, and also the the way that, you know, people are, are looking at their jobs, you know, and I think combine that with the whole, you know, remote work and being people being able to just basically work from anywhere. And I, I see nothing but good things about this for the workers and for the companies. Yeah, I totally agree. We're not done talking about it. I don't think that the chapter is closed uh, on the security talent. 
I think there will always be a need for more security talent. I think that some of the innovations that are coming will help augment the security talent that we have and make them more productive. I'm looking forward to that. I think there will always be a need for more qualified, certified expert talent in all the different IT realms that eventually become information security, if that's the direction that they decide to do. And I look forward to that future. I I think the future is bright. I look at the exhibitors that we did see this last week, and I do see some really interesting things coming down the pipe. So with that, I know that we're, again, about out of time. Uh, Any last thoughts, Ken? No, you know, I'm just really looking forward to seeing where this interesting AI journey goes, because I think it's really going to be a huge benefit to not just the cybersecurity industry, but a lot of the tech industry in general. Totally agree. And uh, with that, I think that we will call it a day. Again, thanks for listening to our podcast. We will look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Thanks again. Thanks, Chris and Ken, for all your great insights on today's topic. Make your next podcast awesome when you work with EMA security experts Chris Steffen or Ken Buckler. Educate your prospects, differentiate your solution, and add the credibility of a third-party expert to your message. Visit cybersecurityawesomeness.com to listen to past episodes.